Welcome to episode 28 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that investigates how to create genuine connection with your community. I'm Amelia Ville, and by interviewing a wide range of people who have built passionate communities, I share the secrets to great communication. Today, I chat with Lauren Bartley, owner of Impactivate and co-host of the podcast, Business Addicts, a collaboration between Lauren and Fiona Redding from The Happiness Hunter. Together, they are the Business Addicts. Their podcast aims to help fellow business addicts build a business that supports a life you love rather than a business that controls your life. Lauren talks about building community for business, the value of Facebook groups, and she reveals how to feed the beast without starving the person you are. This is Lauren's version of Be The Drop. Hi, Lauren. Thank you so much for joining me on our next episode of Be The Drop. I'm really excited to have you here and hear all about the Business Addicts community. Now, I know that you've brought your item of significance in with you today, so I was wondering if you could share with us what that is and how it connects you with your community. Yes, definitely. Well, my item of significance is actually a giant hashtag, (laughs) and that hashtag is Business Addicts, and it is the name of the podcast that I co-host with Fiona Redding from The Happiness Hunter, and we have... um, We've really built the whole community and the whole business and the whole brand around this this particular hashtag. And it's significant to the community, one, because, well, this particular thing, when we go to events, we take the um, hashtag with us, we hold it up, people recognise the hashtag, they come and say, oh, I've listened to your podcast, and it opens up a conversation. It's also um, the hashtag in itself has allowed us to discover, um, well, people to discover us, and also the hashtag something that a lot of our community use to share stuff. So they might be going for a walk with their, their headphones on, listening to the podcast, and they'll take a quick selfie and then they'll um, share it using the Business Addicts hashtag and let us know where they're listening to the podcast. So it's, it's yeah, it's a big part of what we do. <laughs> Right, and so you've touched on how you're connecting with your community a bit. Can you expand who that community is? Yep, well, Business Addicts community is pretty much what, it's all all in the title. So it's anyone who's addicted to business. And um, as part of that, it kind of ranges a bit. Like we have predominantly business owners uh, who just are so passionate about what they do. And there's also some people who just love their job but predominantly business owners that uh, would quite happily work on their business 24-7 if given the chance. Uh, Most of them also kind of recognise that it's not really that healthy to work on their business 24-7 and maybe they're looking for some information to help feed the addiction in terms of more business advice, but at the same time, some information and support in helping better manage the addiction. (laughs) So it's people who, you know, they might have some sort of issue that's come as a result of their business addiction. It might be for some people, they might've put on weight. They might be not spending enough time with their, their significant others. It could be all sorts of stuff like that. So we're a community of people that kind of recognize that. We understand that there's a passion and that these people love what they do, but also that they might need a bit of support to help the other aspects of their life. <laughs> Great. It's almost like an AA, recognizing it, but then on the other side, it's supporting it and saying it, yes. It is. Okay. And we do we do play on the addiction 
where it's kind of like we understand that you know it's not true addict well for some people it might feel that way but it's not it's not necessarily a really bad thing to be addicted to your business but it's sometimes can it, it can lead to some not so positive things if you if that's all that you're doing yeah so it's about finding out how to feed the beast but also not starve the the person that you are yes exactly yeah. definitely great so how long has it taken you to build the business addicts community how long have you been creating and, and working with your community yeah well it's interesting fiona just shared on facebook the other day a photo of the two of us when we went for our first walk together where we discussed the concept of business addicts so for me i wanted to develop a podcast for a good couple of years and then i finally got around to the point of going no this really needs to happen and starting to work out what that was going to look like and that's when i brought fiona on board to be my co-host and so that was probably around this time two years ago. And we started before we actually launched the podcast of just drip feeding a little bit of information out there to get other people excited about the concept of what we were developing. So I'd say it's probably coming on close to two years, even though the podcast has probably been around for about 18 months. Yeah. So there was that pre-time to really build up and, and, and develop the community before actually launching. Yeah, launching. definitely. So that was one of the things that was really important to us, that we didn't launch to crickets. <laughs> it was like, we want to actually have some people who have been on the journey and understand the passion that we've got and the direction we're taking for it and that people kind of raise their hand and say, hell yeah, I'm a business addict. And we wanted that before so that obviously then we could further amplify the messages when we finally did launch. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Hell yeah. I'm yep. a business addict. Well, it's one of those things. Whenever I go and let's say I'm doing a presentation or something and I'll say to the group, tell me who in the room like identifies with themselves as a business addict. There will always be, in most cases, the majority of the room will put their hand up. And so that was part of our naming of our our podcast, our community was around something that people could identify with so that they would feel passionate about it. Yeah. And so what is it that you think, is it that passion and addiction that unites your community um, or is it something bigger than that? What is that, that uniting force for your community? Yeah, well, I think you kind of mentioned it before, like with the AA side of things and obviously all the people that, you know, have an alcoholic addiction, they need the support of other people that are kind of like their people. And it's the same with the business addicts. You know, I'm, I'd love my husband to death, but he does not understand my addiction with my business. <laughs> and the same with some of my, you know, some of my friends. They just don't get why I, why I might want to stay up to all hours of the night working on a landing page. <laughs> you know, they're just like, seriously? Uh, so this is kind of finding the tribe of other people that just get it. Yeah. Yeah. So Yes, absolutely. It's that safe space where you can talk about your addiction yeah. and, and, and your passion. Yeah. So obviously the flip side, you know, um, in, yeah, in that really safe supporting environment. Yeah, and supporting is a good word to use there because that's part of what we do is, is we do share stories of ups and downs. And so we encourage people to celebrate their successes, but we also encourage people to tell us when things aren't going so well so that we can support each other because it, one thing about being a business addict is it is a roller coaster and there's lots of ups and downs and we have to kind of, you know, help each other in those times. Yeah, and having that that group of people that can and share and go, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, take heart. Mm -hmm. It will get better. Or yeah, 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 definitely. As you said, and celebrate the wins. Yeah. So, 
you know, what is it that you then think takes this group of United, they've, they've found a safe space and, you know, they're feeling part of your tribe. What is it you think that then motivates them to, you know, keep listening to your podcast and talking and, and keep engaging and motivating them to take action within that group? Yep. I think for us in terms of the podcast, it's the quality of the content that we put out for sure. It's the awesome guests we have on. It's all that kind of stuff. But it's also like actually giving people opportunities and and letting them know what's available to them and actually doing it with them to an extent. So one of the things that we did this year is we ran a meditation challenge because it was one of the things, Fiona's big into meditation. Um, it's not something that's ever been really been a part of my life. And I kept saying, I'm struggling to meditate, I'm struggling to meditate. And all our listeners were struggling to meditate as well. So we said, right, that's it. We're going to do a seven day meditation challenge. And we did that with them. So by doing something with them and, and sharing our stories and letting other people like hear that I, I, I'm not very good at meditation. I've tried it. It's not working for me. I'm really struggling. And then everyone else is, well, not everyone else, because there was kind of some people were like, oh, it's changed my life. It's been brilliant. But there was this kind of quiet, probably majority of people that were in the same boat as me. And because I was speaking out about it and because I was saying I need help, and then they all felt safe to kind of say, yes, yeah, so do I. And we had a massive sign up of people that came through the seven day meditation challenge that we that we ran together. So I suppose it's it's identifying the needs of your community and then creating something around what they actually want and it's going to support them that's been probably the most successful for us in right. that regard. I think that's yep. so important. You yeah. recognise the needs of your community and delivered on that. Yeah. So And it's so so valuable, that content. I must say, I struggle with meditation. Are yeah. you doing it again next year? Well, it's actually <laughs> it's actually an evergreen thing. So if you go to businessaddicts.com forward slash meditation, you can join in the seven days at any point in time. Oh, fabulous. Yes. But it's, it, it, and it is something that we have said we want, we're going to run it live again because it was so successful but then also looking at what else there is because I'm 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 not the one that just says oh we'll just do meditation challenges all the time because then we're only really helping one portion of the community so it's like what else is it that the community wants and how can we deliver that as well yeah great and what are those areas of balance that people are looking for yeah definitely and I and I suppose one of the things that's um, come out as well for us that's helped build our com community significantly is running live events and you might think, well, it's a podcast. Like, how do you run live events for a podcast? But we've we've had um, several meetups, and when the listeners get to meet each other, it's just been fantastic. And because we have a private Facebook group, which really anyone can join, they just have to search for business addicts on Facebook and request to join. If they don't look dodgy in their profile, we'll accept them. If they act dodgy when they're in there, we'll boot them out. But we're pretty open inclusive. And um, as part of that, basically, these people get to know each other online, but it's not the same as actually getting to know offline as well. So we've been putting on events predominantly in Melbourne because we're Melbourne based. But if we go into state for an event, then we'll run an event in, in interstate as well. And we're bringing all these communities and creating real life friendships, which you, doesn't usually happen off the back of a podcast. But it's happening in this case, which has been fantastic. Yeah, and I think people are craving that the that extra level of connection. So, and that you know they're a fan of, of your podcast. They love business addicts, and they want to talk to other people. And, yeah, definitely. You know, not just 
listen and share that through through your guests, yeah. but take it step, one step further and and be part of something that they can really feel a sense of belonging. Yeah, and, that, and that's one thing we really create. Uh, people want to meet Fiona and I at events, which is pretty cool, and it's kind of like at the same time going, really? Like, it's just us. <laughs> um, but then also th- they hear the, the guests, that a lot of our guests will come to our events, and so they'll get to meet the guests. And it's the stories that they hear throughout the podcast as well that they want to continue on the conversations around, really, because that's one of the things that Fiona and I do is we share a lot of our journey as part of the podcast as well. So people come to meet you and they feel like they already know you. And it's just really weird because they probably know a bit more about me than, you know, most people would comfortably share (laughs) and people come up and have a conversation with you about something that you might have mentioned in an episode like 20 episodes ago that I so forgotten that I'd even mentioned it and I'm like how do you know that (laughs) it's like yeah because I listen (laughs) that's great well and you're sharing yourself and and they're listening yes that's wonderful yeah so what do you have found has been your biggest challenge in this in creating the podcast and your community and and doing that what's been the, the hardest thing Uh, So, uh, as you would be well aware, a podcast is quite time consuming. And so for me personally, because I am the, I'm the the producer of the podcast, I pretty much do everything before the podcast and after the podcast, but Fiona and I co-present the podcast. So that's our arrangement. So for me, that's been, because that takes a lot of time, the community side of things, I probably haven't worked as well as I should. And we've been quite fortunate that a lot of the growth of our community has been organic. And so um, I know that we could have a lot more success if we were a bit more proactive as to how we went about really developing and fostering that, what is a highly engaged um, audience, but just a bit more. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So time. Time. Yeah. If only we could magically create more. You know, you've discussed a few different platforms and obviously you're on a podcast, but what, you know, outside of that has been your best way of spreading your message and increasing your communication around what you're doing? Yeah, so I have to say it's the Facebook group that we've created. So we created a Facebook page because you have to have a Facebook page these days, particularly if you want to do any Facebook advertising, you want a public profile, that kind of stuff. The page is important, but the page isn't the thing that we focus our energy on. And there's very little content on the page, to be honest, compared to what goes on in the group. So the group is where people can talk to people and, you know, Facebook's algorithms actually favour activity within groups over what's actually happening and being posted on pages anyway. So we're finding that that's working really well. But we're also using a combination of email marketing so people can sign up to um, get email updates around the podcast and we provide other information in there. So we might, you know, be promoting an event we're doing or something in the in, in the emails as well. We do use Twitter. We do use also Instagram and LinkedIn. So we are across quite a few of the platforms because my in my other business for Impactivate, I actually teach and manage social media. So that's kind of my baby and I make sure that we're kind of covering all bases there. Mm-hmm. But I would have to say across all the things that we're doing, Facebook groups is the one thing that like if I had to give everything else up, I'd keep that. Mm. And you're finding that's where you've got your most engaged audience and interaction. Yeah, definitely. And that's where we get a lot of the community members like just talking to each other. Like we don't even have to be a part of 
some of the conversations if we didn't want to because they're presenting an issue or providing advice or doing whatever and the conversations are happening between community members which is how a community should be it shouldn't be the leader like posting something and then everyone responding it should be people seeing it as a resource seeing value in it and just direct directly to each other in, engaging rather than just you know posting out kind of quotes of the day or stuff like that that's not so meaningful this is actually people having conversations around issues that are important to them mm, yes it seems a much more inclusive sort of environment for community rather than a dictator sort of yeah here's the information yes yeah yeah absolutely well thank you so much for joining me today lauren i've absolutely loved talking about business addicts and we'll definitely share links in the show notes around some of those things like the meditation and obviously your, your groups and what you're doing but to conclude can you please share with us lauren's be the drop tip so that's around your top communication tip yep So my top communication tip would probably be overshare. And I say that in as much as, you know, obviously coming from a social media perspective and everything, I think it's important that we share a lot of stuff on social media. A lot of the stuff that you think you, you know, you're posting out and you think, oh, I don't want to put too much out there because that, you know, people might see that, you know, like I'm I'm too out there. I'm too, you know, I'm too self-promotional. I'm too whatever it is. A lot of that stuff's not going to get seen anyway. So share more and people will see a small portion of it. But the overshare also comes into what you're actually sharing. So I am a bit of an oversharer. <laughs> I do tell some people some things that other people probably wouldn't you know, tell other people. <laughs> but it's part of the story. It's part of the journey. And so the more you can be sharing things beyond just the, the facts and the key messages that you want to get across... the the more connected your community is going to be. So tell them about the crap day you had. Tell them about the success you had, the struggles, those things, the, the, the funny story of when you burst into tears when you met someone that you just have a full on business crash on or something like that. These are the things I talk about in the show. And they're the things that people absolutely love. So they actually get to know, like, and trust you and want to get to know you even better and, and really want to be part of that community and get, want to meet you and want to um, engage in conversations and stuff rather than just, oh, here's some cool stuff you might want to learn. Mm, yeah. So let's really peel back those layers. Yeah, definitely. And let people in. Yeah. Just to sort of expand on that, though, do you find that intimidating at times? You know, that's a, there's a vulnerability associated with that. And how do you recommend to people to cope with, like, be vulnerable? Yeah, there definitely is. And my recommendation would be just try it. Just try it. And don't peel back all the onion layers at once. Like, just go for the first one and see how it feels. And you're probably fine. But, you know, nothing bad happens and only good stuff does. So try again and try again. You know, Fiona and I, we share stories all the time. And they're the things that really resonate with people. The, the Not the... Not the facts and information, it's the stuff where we were low or we celebrated success or we had a challenge and those types of things resonate with people. And so the more you can be doing that, the more you're going to connect with those people. Oh, sensational. Thank you so much, Lauren. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure for me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Be The Drop Podcast. Be sure to subscribe in iTunes or your favourite podcast app. Leave us a review or share with someone who is looking to improve their communication. 
You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram at B underscore the underscore drop or visit our website narrativemarketing.com.au and click on the podcast tab. If you or somebody you know embodies Be The Drop, email us via podcast at narrativemarketing.com.au. New episodes are released each Monday, so make sure you don't miss out by checking in every week.